Hi, I'm with Personal Octave uh, today, and he's uh, back with us to talk about Haiti and all the stuff that's been going on there. And then I also wanted to talk to him about Christianity and uh, Haiti uh, religion and stuff. So I'm going to welcome back uh, Fritznal. Hi, how are you? Hey, Sima, how are you? Very happy Good. to be with you again today. Yeah, thank you for coming back. Um, so let's talk about Haiti. There's so much stuff going on lately. I know there were riots and more pressures from gas prices and other prices rising where they've taken it to the streets um, to rebel. So tell me more about what's been happening in Haiti. Oh, what, what is happening with Haiti is uh, basically, uh, it's not just new. It's not now. It's a long, long battle, struggles, I mean, for stability, for a fair economy, for um, a, a country where people can really live in. So every soul, every human being can live decent. But that's this, that's, that's what's going, been going on. And oh, it's looked like so long, it's forever. Yeah, I was looking at the articles and it, it goes back quite a ways. And it just seems like everything there is just pitiful. So I was going to read you some of the headlines. So this, uh, is, I guess it's on Algiers' website, and they've been posting a lot of articles from, you know, long back, whatever the stuff that's been going on. So I've just been looking at the different article headlines and stuff, and it just seems like life there is quite miserable. Um, so it's like all the hospitals are closed down now, and the, I guess there were some journalists killed for reporting the violence, and the president himself got uh, killed, right? Uh, and then the refugees get killed. So these are all, like, terrible stories. Nothing is good coming out of there at all. Nothing good coming out of it. Um, if this kind of uh, situations, riots, um, Early protests, violent protests. Sometimes, sometimes some some protests are more violent than others. But it's, it's been a long stretch, a long. They've been going for going for a long time. Um, since the last last the last person that got killed is, but that's that's over a year now. It's he, since he was assassinated in his bedroom. Yeah. Oh, that's uh back, back in uh, July. 7 2021 but prior to his assassination we had a, a long long um fight i mean long since his election yeah. since his elections back in 2015 2017 so we, from time to time we will have some weeks of of, of, of you know the country get locked in and then and then Protests and barricades and these are all these different things and situations and people, you know, protesting against because the country is essentially um, is 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 held hostage by you know a tiny elite of people that have everything for themselves and then the majority of the people they, they live in poverty and, and in and in this situation are very extreme the way. 
the people is trying to make enemies every day. So they're fed up, they're tired. There's nothing that's gold, that's uh, nothing going in the ground is in, is in the majority favor. So, so that's why people in there get to a point where it's that kind of social explosion. That's basically what's going on. Yeah, it's like hell on earth to be there. And, you know, a lot of the gangs and the violence is just, I mean, I know it's a poor country, but it just seems like when they make it safe for anyone to live and work there, where, you know, they're kidnapping people, murdering journalists, and all kinds of stuff, then, you know, you have to do something drastic in order for it to work. Right now, it's a very dysfunctional it's very, very dysfunctional because the government institutions, they, uh, they're almost non-existent. So some institutions like the police that's supposed to be to be the guardian of our nation to give security to the people. So it looks like the, uh, the shadow of itself. There is no... no um, all the time, most of the time, they complain that they don't have um, they're not equipped enough. Right. It's like, the, it's like they're overpowered by by the gangs members, by the different gangs group. And then maybe all these things are happening in one place. It's in part of Right. So because because Haiti, the way the government function, the way all the institutions function, is so centralized in the capital city of Port-au-Prince. So anything that goes wrong with what with the country is that stop there. And then the the from an outsider perspective, when you see this, you think that, that that's the whole country. But and then it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's not even one third of the country. It's a very, very small fraction of uh, portions of the land and then occupied by say the economic elites, the politicians, everything, everything evolved and in you know social mutations and everything you can learn that goes wrong with the country just in that space. So yeah, at some point it becomes so chaotic because it becomes so co- congested with all that going wrong. Right. So, so and then the rest of the country is like non-existent because then then cut off from Congress. Whenever you have these riots, you have these violent protests, you have barricades, you have all these different people cut the roads uh, from the capital city to the provinces. And in the rest of the countries, it's just like they just cut off completely. So if you go, if you can pass, find a way, your way out of Congress, and in the rest of the country is peaceful. And everything going on, the beaches, the, you know, everything is going on well. It, you know, it's just that. Yeah, but it, it's, it's a cancer to the country. You have exactly. to out. Exactly. You know, so it's not, it might be just a very small part of it, but even like the neighboring Dominican, um, you know, they're building walls. I mean, why are they trying to keep out the Haitians when it's the same country, same nation divided by two? So I, it seems like the violence and the terrible things that they're doing it's enough to, you know, stop everything else, all the good relations that Haiti could have. So why isn't the government just working on cleaning up that part of it and the gangs and stuff? And then, you know, like the people can still choose their own president, right? 
Um, supposedly, since the fall of the Duvalier regime in 1986, um, we, as a people, chose democracy, meaning no more dictatorship, no more those authoritarian regime. So we embrace elections as a way for someone to get access to power. But nonetheless, you still have a tiny minority who, who, who for years been, you know, in, been, you know, they've been, they've been the one that hated all, everything that goes well with the country. So the wealth, the, you know, everything, the resources the country has. So these tiny uh, fractions in the population, they refuse to let up. They refuse to let everything flow. They want everything to go according to their will, not the will of the majority. So that's why, so that's the fight between the minority and the majority of people. So the majority of people, they just like, okay, you're here. They want to leave you, uh, just leave. But you, you don't have access, you don't have, you, you don't have right to have access to anything. Right. That's the mentality. So because of that, you always have a, a constant fight for the majority trying to say, okay, I'm here, I have to leave too. Whatever the country yeah, has, they have, have to take to. responsibility. They can't just have a group of thugs taking control and then, you know, making it where it's the whole country is worthless. So they but have... The, the problem is, is it's sometimes um, you will look at it and tell and say, okay, all right, these people, I mean, they're destroying themselves. They did, but what, what, whatever happened is, is that they, you have those invisible hands. So the, the, the main people who are controlling everything that's going on, you don't see them. Yeah. They, use, they brainwash people. They brainwash their own the people that... They will cause harm to their own self. Well, then those stars in the street, if they kidnap someone, that money doesn't go to them. Right. They do their job. Someone armed them, someone buy someone, someone bought those weapons in the United States, trafficked yeah. them to the country illegally. Right. And they put it in the hand of this guy they, they hired to do yeah. the dirty job for them. Yeah, so the wrong money is flowing to the wrong people. Exactly. Because so it's it's maybe it's now just becoming a criminal country then. Exactly. Even though you you, you pay you choose you choose democ democracy as a way of 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 governing, but then you have so many obstacles to make that democracy. Dem dem well, that's why it all comes down. Anytime you go to an election, they will try to overpower the system. So the one people, the state one, will get elected. Not the people really people want. People want with the button, you know, with the button, with the vote. It's not really what's happening. So they will try to trick the election. So the people who who deserve to be there, the people who genuinely want to change things that they're not elected. So you have... That's the problem. You can do, do that being, that's the one that will be elected, elected, but at the expense of the people. Yeah, I think that route is already corrupted everywhere, all over the world. 
to go into politics where only certain people are ruling. But the people themselves, I mean, that's why, you know, I guess I wanted to talk about Christianity is because the spiritual battle is there. But, you know, I guess if they want things to turn around, God can pick those who are faithful to him and just allow them to work through somehow and bring down, you know, all the wicked people. So, I mean, what do you think about, like, uh, evangelism and missionary work there. I'm not talking about like Catholic churches or anything like that. More or less, it's just a direct relationship with God and the people without any institutional stuff. Um, it's a good question. What's, um, but me, from a uh, an insider point of view, because I've been part of the church in Haiti for so long before I, I moved to the United States. Yeah. Um, the, the main problem we have is that even though you have 29% of the population claim to be Christian, okay? So the Christian, um, I mean, I'm talking about the Protestants are uh, part of Christianity in Haiti. But then if you take the people who claim to be Christian, there's a, there was a, there was a, 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 a study conducted in 2018 uh, with the sponsorship of the U.S. foreign affairs in Haiti about uh, the freedom of religions in Haiti. So, so that, showed, that report showed that um, 84% of people in Haiti claim to be Christians. So that's even higher than uh, in terms of percentage than the United States of America. So, yeah, but um, I mean, I'm not talking about like statistically what they think they are. It's really, you know, evangelism in in a way that all their hearts are transformed, where God is working through them. Yeah, yeah that's why I, that's why I'm coming because I say even though you have that high percentage in the population saying they're Christian, but in reality, so if you look at how, the way people are acting, mm -hmm. so that's nothing to do with the real evangelism, the real uh, Christianity. They, 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 the, the churches, the, 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 the institutions that claim to be um, Christian institutions, they work like, a, like they're running them like business. Yeah. Um, completely business. But I understand there is a business part of any institution. So, right. but. But the gospel should be separate from the business side of it. So people who run the part of the business should be, should be taking care of the business, but people who call, got called to, to yeah. evangelize, to you know, do missions, to do the God work, they should be focused solely on that. But that's not what, what happened. It's to mix. It's like at the image of the country, the way the whole secular world in the country works. So you feel, you, you feel the same thing quite, crisscross the church. Yeah, I mean, the church, it's, to me, like, they're different purpose and they're set up as a business, like you said. So God is not really interested in building that part. No. Yeah. So it's really the transformation once the people realize, hey, you know, we're living the wrong way. We're thinking the wrong way. Mm -hmm. and if God is with us. Who's against us, you know? So once they have that true gospel in their minds, That'll work in itself. Like, I don't think the missionaries or anyone else needs to do anything. It's really God and them 
directly. So, so perhaps then you see, you set it up with you know, you see it well because so many times in my observation is that when the missionary come in to evangelize, they start is that it's almost to a point where they're forcing people to con- to convert. So yeah, you need to, yeah. you need to yeah. let the Holy Spirit do the work. You yourself, you saw the the um the plant. Yeah, you planted the seed. Right, and then let the Holy Spirit convince people. Not you. You cannot convince people. So some exactly. people come in because of what they can get. Right. So if you that's how the, that's how you bring the gospel to them. Okay, so that's what they get. They know. Okay, I come here because I can get this, but mm-hmm. not because I can get salvation. Because God can save me, and then my soul, my soul can change. Right. Yeah. So that- to be closer to God, to get to establish a relationship, a, a perfect relationship with yeah. God, the way He yeah. wants. Because you know, life is already short, and for many of them, if they're living in harsh conditions, it's not going to be the full one. T- 20 years is going to be a lot shorter. So at the very least, they know they have eternal life with God. So then the time, once that veil is lifted for them, they're like, okay, I'm now immortal. Mm -hmm. I I do have my time on earth, but then you're going to use that time differently to work for God. And I think that's the transformation. Like, you know, anything that God does, it's always building and it's creation. Like, you know, if a flower is going to, a plant's going to grow, that's God's work. You know, it's growing. It's from the seed and whatever. But if, so anything that he does, like literally anything you can think of, it's all creation, like building on top of what if it's already there. So I can only imagine that if even 10 people really faithful to God, they're going to be like flowers, the mustard seed that just grew. Not necessarily bringing everybody to God, but the the work that they do will suddenly be different. So that's why I was thinking, like, maybe part of the problem is really a spiritual battle and not these things that we kind of constantly... Well, for, for sure, we have that spiritual battle. So I believe, I truly believe that because um, it, for as bad it looks right now, I truly believe it. If we didn't have a few people that really have a good relationship with God, it would be worse. A lot yeah. worse than what you can see or imagine. You can see on any news article or on TV. It would be a lot worse than what you see. Yeah. Because it's just because there's some true servant of God in the country. Yeah. Or outside of the country, always praying for the, for the best. Yeah. And even though, you know, it requires some patience. Right. But I, I, I truly believe that that's that's where my part of hope in my book. So I talk about this because we have the better angel and within us, even we, we even if we don't see it. Yeah. We pray that. So if for as as few as they could be. When and then God can use these people to make a difference. Yeah. And I believe that one day that will happen. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's you can't just be reading the Bible as if it's only the past. It's the present, it's present and future. So if he gives us all these words for hope and you know to repent and come to him, then I can only imagine that they just need to be, you know, part of that. 
And once they do that, I think the country can be a whole new destination that probably yeah. no one even believes that that's what the country is now, you know? Yeah. So the, but the real battle is to have whoever in a few people, whoever numbers, I don't know, guys on the north, the yeah. true number of real um, servants of God, people who got good relationship with God, who talk with God every day yeah. in a genuine way and then whip no back thought or no self-interest um, right. other than see, wanting to wanting to see the, the, the best um, in, in, every, in every human being. Yeah. So the answer is the, the real battle is to find a way to create an environment so these people can have a say, can have, be in position. So they can make a difference. They can show, and then they can be a light for a lot of people who's in darkness. So then, that that time and time alone that we go, we we're gonna start seeing change. And how would you go about connecting all those people? Um, what I'm thinking, and this my my first step was to uh, publish that book. So you know, trying to have. There were many people, as many people as possible to read that book. And then, so to achieve, because me, I think in terms of mindset. So the mind should be well balanced to yeah. think that way. So once you have the mind, because a lot of things are going wrong with, with the people with hate is that people are not thinking the right way. They, 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 the mind is that either corrupt or the mind is unbalanced due to evil spirits and uh, whatever dictating them to act. Right. If someone they do the act of evil, so because they are dictating by evil spirit. So if you can attack the mind first and then lower by lower you start having one, two, three people you you're searching their soul in the directions of good. Right. As opposed to evil, and then you start getting some, you know, your um, um, group, you know, associations in here and there, and so before you know it, all the whole system start getting this kind of people and everywhere. So that's that's what I think is we want to have by association by networking, and you know, people just like like minded. So we will start influencing what is happening. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, even like through the missionary work, part of what Jesus was doing was feeding the poor and uh, healing the sick and all that. Mm -hmm. So perhaps that's teaching as well. Because if you don't teach, yeah, they can they can live only by the bread. So they right. need to have the word of God. So you have to teach them so their mind function properly. Yeah, so it seems like they we just need a group of missionaries who will go do that. You know, that are supported. Um, that way they can take care of the people's needs, whatever they are. You know, because it seems like even though there's services here and there, you know, there's probably a lot of good God's people that still need help. And even though whatever they're carrying on. If, if we take it literally, like, in terms of, okay, who's helping Haiti, who's missionary? You know, we have too many, I said. 
me have too many. Well, I mean, at some point, I had, I had, I wrote an article. Um, I was a, a feature, a feature article. I wrote uh, probably about fifteen or if it was not longer years ago. So I was the head of the Republic of the NGOs. Well, yeah. all of those. Haiti is, is a small country. Okay. Yeah. Less than it, it's the size of Maryland. Right. That's the whole country. You yeah. take Maryland, that's Haiti. That's the size. <laughs> okay. We have more than 3,000 NGOs operating on the ground. Wow. Everyone come in in the name of making people's life better, making the condition better for everyone. Yeah. Okay. So you will ask your question. If you have more than 3,000 NGOs, you know, philanthropic organizations, most of them are. They claim to be, you know, missions, Christians, organizations. Right. So why we have so much poverty? And why people are so... To me, I, 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 I hate to say people are poor. I, I, I prefer to say that the people are impoverished. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I shouldn't say poor either because you're right. Because what it is is different environments have different levels of living. Yeah. They're functional in whatever they are. If someone may need $5,000 a month here in the U.S. to live, someone in Haiti may never need that. When people, when I see some of the news and the news articles, you see foreign reporters and say, oh, people living by $2 a day and they're poor. That's, it's, it's very relative. So right. call, what you call poor here in the U.S. doesn't necessarily mean what is poor in Haiti. Yeah. yeah, I know. In fact, by the time I was in the, in the, in the 90s, late 90s, I was in Portland, Haiti. I was making $900 US a month, equivalently. So, yeah. wow, 900 I, I was like one of the top privileged people for what I was making. Right. And then I will leave, I, I, I don't even spend 300 hours of it a month to leave. Yeah, and the other thing so is, not every place. You, you cannot leave. You, you don't even no. have to be homeless. Yeah, I mean, it's actually very yeah. tough here. We, you know, they call it the first uh, nation, but to be, you're constantly on a treadmill to make enough money just to pay your basic bills, where in other countries, like if a functioning village or a small yeah. town, they could be very happy unless, you know, they don't need to be in the same. No, no. Yeah. My parents, my parents, they never, they were, they were not rich, but they never, they never hold a, hold a job in their lifetime. But yeah. what they have was enough to pay for the, your kids' education, to fit, and everybody was living happy. I mean, they don't, we didn't even have the basic government infrastructure around. Yeah, so in fact, that makes it worse. If we had a better communication set, like better road, better, and then we would be like very rich people. Yeah. So basically, you have, you have, you have uh, crops, crops from the from the farm. You could you could either either cattle. You have all this you know, uh, um, uh, livestock. You could you could sell you could easily, but because you do, you have a very low mean of transportation, sometimes they all get spoiled. You know, rotten and stuff like that. And then you don't make the money you should you should normally make because you cannot you cannot you know transport your your crops or your, your livestock. To the marketplace outside of the village. So, but if you had just little, just 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 that little bit of good wood, and then um, 
the transportation mean, and we will be okay. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. as long as you have food, shelter, you know, and your basic community with friends and family. You don't have to be millionaires in cash. Yeah. Or a billionaire in cash that, to live this and to win. No. That's the fight that so a lot of people in Haiti they try they strive to, to have because some some a few people preventing that to happen to them. Right. So that's that's the that's the that's where the battle is. Yeah. Well then it all comes down to how do you transform those minds and start take better care of their nation, you know? Because okay. that's good. We have better vision. We have too, too many right there, but most of them not doing what they're supposed to do the way they're supposed to do it. Maybe they, they're motivated by something else. Yeah. Other than the gospel and the, the well-being of people, really. Um, I think the wealth, <laughs> of, wealth of other nations has corrupted a lot of people, you know, so the, they're seeking after things when they're stealing and doing all these things, they're not doing it for basic food and water and shelter. They're really doing it to like take other things that was not part of their uh, ecosystem to begin with. Yes, exactly. So down, and then they want more, you know, they want all the goods and stuff that they, United States, uh, you know, propagates all throughout the world. So mm-hmm. I know that's a big part of it, you know, places like India and uh, Middle East and, Africa, all these nations, you know, that survived for many years without, before they had media to tell them what the world is, they were happy doing their thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, there's conflict everywhere and things happen. Yeah. But they got exploited. We're not, in, we're not in paradise yet. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not this world. Yeah. 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 So do you have like a foundation or things that you're actually actively doing with Haiti uh, outside your book? I, I don't have a, a structured organization that I'll say, okay, okay, this is, you know, we can work out, I'm involved in working. So mm-hmm. I did just isolated things, but I think that's good for, uh, for a, a particular group of people. So I do like that. But then, you know, over time with my kids, you know, growing up, need need less and less of my presence around. So I'm I'm thinking about you know, putting organizations in place structure where I can do something more structured in yeah. line with my idea and my brought and to to help out. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea because part of it you want the transformation of the country. You know, so having that even do even if you're educating people, you still need some sort of infrastructure. Yes. To go after, you know, the, the ones that are actually going to make the change. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, we only have a few more minutes, but what do you think, like, you know, like all the stuff that I, I see on, you know, what's been happening in Haiti, with, mm-hmm. and that's been going on for years, and it seems like that's what gets shown to the world, you know, like this is hell on earth. Mm-hmm. So, and you're saying it's only a small segment of the entire nation. So then, you know, what do people really need to know about, like, outside of that little segment? Um, what they really need to know about Haiti is that Haiti is a good place, a good people, 
with a great, great sense of hospitality, but who's suffering for the longest, have been suffering for the longest because a, a tiny fraction of that same population, you know, supported by foreign powers, foreign colonial powers, you know, powers that have colonialism mindset about other people. So supported them politically, economically, socially, culturally, so they equipped, so they can lead, they can hold the majority of the population population hostage. So, so they cannot live as human beings. So, so that's one part. That's the maybe the more theoretical theoretical part of it. But then there's a practical part of it where if you go to Haiti, outside of the violence in Puerto Prince, the way everything, because all politics, they happen in Puerto Prince. Everything is, is a capital of politics and economy. Yeah. So that's why you, you see all so many different ugly side of Haiti. But if you if you can leave Puerto Prince, Puerto Prince, you go to the countryside, you go to the major provinces, east, west, north, south, outside of Puerto Prince, you find the, the, the kindest people on earth. Yeah. So Haitian would be among the kindest people on earth. Most, you know, the, the best host you can have. And then you have, you get, you get uh, a very beautiful nature. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of potential for socioeconomic development, for agriculture, you have a lot of tropical foods, um, yeah. the nice beaches. You have, you have a lot of, especially in the northern part of Haiti, like the northeastern part of Haiti, you have a lot of uh, mines, like, you know, minerals. We from time to time we give we, we, we sign an agreement here and like give a license to this this and that company to explore, but then the exploitation has never been done. It, uh, either you know for, you know the way it's supposed to, or done in a very comic way where someone get a little bit of piece of it and then run away mm-hmm. and country benefits nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I can it's, that's one. There's the mine, the minerals, and the other natural resources. That one thing, and also the beaches. So you have some government, and we will give, we will lease uh, a part of, of of the country to to foreign companies, and then God only knows what they do with the money because no no, no one in Haiti see the money. So I can <laughs> I can take the Labadi. I don't know if you ever been to Labadi. Labadi is on northern part of Haiti, one of the most beautiful beach in the entire Caribbean area. Okay, so Royal Caribbean has a contract. Nobody knows the 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 full extent of that contract with the Haitian government. They list it out to them. Is that like Royal Caribbean own Labadi? So nobody knows how much they pay the government. What kind of uh, um, uh, social economic you know, development program, program, the government, you know, what the, that convention uh, um, included. So there's, there's not even a, a real highway from Labadee to the main city that's about less than 20 miles away from the beach, the, the Capitation. 
Yeah. We, we have a very small airport there, like very archaic. So we don't even have resources to develop, to develop equipment. Well, it's because of the corruption. And then now that we have it, fill the boat, the, the ship every day, and then have people with money come in and enjoy the beautiful, the best Haiti has to offer. Yeah. And they don't even go to the city. Right. Tourists to even leave their economic momentous to people. Yeah. Well, it's because a lot of corruption, you know, the, whoever is in charge of making these contracts yeah. are probably making all the money and it's not used right. for the citizens. We, we don't know. Because yeah. you know, even if, let's say, let's say you're well, wrong, but so they, they, they go out and do, do give, it does give something back to the country. Right? And as, 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 as is written by the contract. But it's opaque. It's a very opaque system. Is not transparent. Nobody knows about it. If 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 there's no transparency, so you will allow me to say whatever I think about it, because nobody knows. The, the government never never put the contract out there. They say publicly say, okay, this is well, what that all comes down to the people again. They have to make right. the changes for the country because it, exactly. it can be a cash cow for them. Exactly, you know, having all these resources and tourism and you know just being on that island alone. They could really just be set up for the rest of their lives. Every single citizen, if it wasn't just for these corruptive acts. And perhaps these criminal corporations or, you know, or outside parties are really taking advantage of that, you know, because they can they, make they, deals. They do. They do. Sima, so, you know, inside the, this, that chaos you see uh, from afar, there is this system that, that, been created by default. Yeah. And then that system make a lot of people rich and richer. So they they enjoy it. They, they, when they see that chaos, they're happy. They yeah. enjoy it because inside of it, they really sucking at anything that goes that good in the country for themselves yeah. alone. And that's what they is by design. It's not it's not something that accidentally happened. Because yeah. Otherwise, we would have been changed already because it's it started since 1806. Yeah. And now we're in 2022. Yeah. So uh, this is going to cut me off in like 30 seconds. Okay. So we'll have to talk some other time. So I really appreciate you educating everyone and me on Haiti. And I've been uh, really intrigued by all the stuff that you said. It's like until now, I haven't really learned that much about it. So I'm glad to be able to talk to you and I'll share all the links and stuff, uh, at the end of the podcast. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you for inviting me. And then, um, the pleasure to be with you. So I'm looking forward for another, um, time to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, that would be great. Well, all have right. a great night. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Thank you.